action. You're in the helicopter, it's loud, you got your fins on, your wetsuit, mask, snorkel, ready to go, and then you jump. Danger. You can hear the ice hissing and cracking all around you. Adventure. When you cross the equator, you have to ask King Neptune's permission to become a shellback. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 51, Crushed. My name is Scott Robertson. I'm from Saranac Lake, New York. I'm currently a captain in the United States Navy. I am the commanding officer of Surface Warfare Officer School in Newport, Rhode Island. And this is my sea story. I was the commanding officer of a Oliver Hazard Perry class frigate, and I had been assigned to do a counter-drug deployment in the South Pacific. We were sailing off of Colombia, Ecuador, Guatemala, in the area of the Galapagos Islands. My crew had just done an amazing job, and we'd been very successful in detecting and stopping folks transporting illegal drugs. Typically, when we stop a vessel and we find drugs on board, we bring those personnel on board as suspected drug traffickers, and we would remove the contraband and lock it up for later analysis by DEA. And then there's usually one of two things that happen with the actual vessel. If it's unflagged or it is flagged, we ask the host nation or the flag nation what they would like us to do with it. Often they would come back and say, hey, just destroy it, we don't want it. So we would actually uh, be able to use uh, some of our weapon systems to neutralize and actually sink the vessel. Sometimes the host country wants it back for evidence. In this particular story, my helicopter was up patrolling for suspicious vessels and happened to come across a 60-foot fishing vessel. By doing a pass-through, there was clearly a lot of activity on board the deck of this fishing vessel. They didn't have any fishing gear out, and so they're already they were a little suspect. I maneuvered our ship towards uh, that location so we get a closer look at them. On our way to that location, we noticed that the fishing boat was starting to sink. And actually, this is a telltale sign of drug traffickers. They would build their vessels with scuttle valves so they could sink the contraband. They would just jump in the water, and if we didn't have the evidence, it would be hard to prosecute them. So we arrive, and uh, all of the suspected drug traffickers had jumped into a small boat and were waiting to be rescued. But their boat didn't actually sink. It uh, went down by the stern uh, with the engine, but it was kind of pointing up a little bit by the bow. And uh, my boarding team went over and took a look at uh, the personnel real quick and then looked inside the fishing boat's hold, and you could see all of these bales of contraband. It turned out to be all cocaine. There was so much cocaine, so much contraband in this fishing boat that there's no way it was gonna sink. So we brought the personnel on board and we processed them. But now I had a problem of, of how do I get at this cocaine? Because the one thing we did not want it to do was certainly allow that to either fall back into the hands of the drug traffickers or certainly uh, wash up ashore somewhere. So we went about trying to figure out how to safely remove the contraband. Uh, the first thing was my rib made an approach and they were able just to reach in to be able to cut some of the cargo netting. And that was enough to uh, release a few of these large 50-pound bales, but it wasn't enough to actually sink the vessel. And, and actually, in the course of it, the vessel just rolled over completely, so it was hull up. 
which made our uh, problem of trying to figure out how to sync this even more complex. I felt comfortable allowing some of the boarding team members to uh, try with an ax to break through the hole, and this was incredibly thick wood, eight to nine inches thick. We were able to get a couple holes in there, but the thing wouldn't sink. Again, there was so much of this packed cocaine inside this large fishing boat that it just wouldn't sink. I'm doing circles around this thing, kind of scratching my head. In my mind, the only way to actually sink this thing was I need a bunch of C4 or something because none of our weapon systems were going to be able to really make an impact on this thing. How do I sink this? Well, this is where I enter in my command master chief, who had been a career bosun mate. A bosun mate is responsible for all the deck gear. They're the experts on lines and anchors and our replenishment gear on small boats and how to drive small boats. Bosun mates also are our ship drivers. They're the ones that tend to be our helmsmen up in the pilot houses of our ships. He came up to me on the bridge. He goes, hey, sir, what if we try to drop our anchor on it? And I'm thinking like, what? I, I had never heard such a thing before. And he starts talking me through, well, hey, you know, we're on a frigate. We have these auxiliary propulsion units. You can get right up next to it. We're a steel hull. They're a wooden ship. If you crush the hull enough, that may be enough to release the cocaine that's actually keeping it buoyant, keeping it afloat. And then the rest of the vessel will sink. And after pondering this for a little bit, I said, okay, let's try it. And so I took control of the ship on the bow uh, with my command master chief right next to me. We readied the anchor and we maneuvered the ship right up next to this inverted fishing boat. And I looked around uh, to my crew and I said, let go of the anchor. The anchor came crashing down on top of it, lots of crunching of wood, and then rolled off to the side. We retrieved the anchor and we we're gonna give it a second go. I had a moment of fear that my anchor was gonna punch all the way through this fishing boat on both sides, all the way through. And then when I tried to retrieve my anchor, I was gonna bring up and I would have stuck on my anchor this 60 foot fishing vessel that now I would have to go and pull into port to get help to remove this thing. And so I did not drop it a second time. So now I'm back to my problem set. I still have this boat that I do not wanna wash ashore anywhere with tons of illegal drugs in it. A couple hours go by, and the very same command master chief, Bosa mate, comes up because, you know, sir, we do have a knife edge on our bow, and we are a steel ship, and that is a wooden boat. And I'm like, Master Chief, we are a guided missile frigate. We are not an icebreaker. What are you getting at here? He goes, hey, what if you just come up and just nudge a little bit, just enough momentum to sit there and crunch it, enough to break free the cocaine? I said, okay, let's try it. I came up at uh, about eight knots and went all back full when we were about 20 feet away from it. So that gave enough time for the engines to spool up. I couldn't run over this thing. We actually have a sonar dome that's 100 feet back from the bow of the ship. First time I came up, we just kind of kissed a little bit. We backed up uh, the second time and I came forward and I delayed my uh, all back full order for the engines a little bit longer. And sure enough, uh, the hull came in contact with the fishing boat, it cracked wide open and we wound up gathering over two tons of cocaine out of it and uh, the fishing boat sank. You never know when you're gonna have to be a little creative and use your tools, in this case the ship, in unique ways to be able to meet your mission.
The crew is ecstatic to have been able to prevent the flow of drugs from going to streets somewhere in some country. When I saw the whole of that fishing boat crack in half and all of this cocaine come out, the most uh, rewarding part for me was to turn around, because I was all the way at the very forward part of the forecastle, leaning over, looking down at the bow, and when I turned around and saw the eyes on my sailors' faces, it was absolute jubilation on the forecastle and up on the bridge. Everybody's cheering and high-fiving themselves. What was most exciting to me was the sense of satisfaction that they were getting from that. We were doing exactly what we'd been assigned to do, to go out there and stop the flow of illegal drugs from making it to the streets in America. At that moment, we were able to see the results of our hard work of being out there, away from our families, having a complex, challenging problem, and solving it together. That was the most rewarding thing for me. If you want to hear more stories like mine, Subscribe to Sea Story today. Coming next. We just saw this big explosion. We were only maybe a few miles away, but it was like a big mushroom cloud just blew everything to smithereens. Sea Story is brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.